1: Drive Time University back in session. I hope you're having an awesome day today. I know I am. We've got a fun topic today about deposits, down payments, all that kind of stuff. Had a, if you are not a member of the Facebook group, you've got to get in there. There's so much awesome discussion, positive group of people that support each other. <clears throat> One of the guys in the group, Chris, had this question. He had this issue come up. So I wanted to talk about it. It makes for a great topic uh, for a podcast. And that's the thing. If any of you are struggling with something, that means more than one person is. I've, I've come personally come across every single one of these issues in my career, and I know plenty of other people have as well. So let's talk about today's topic of interest. He was at, a, at an appointment, probably... I don't know, second or third or fourth. Not the first person. The, the clients had other quotes. His... Gave them his proposal. Turns out he was actually $200 less than the, this other company. <coughs> but the co- client had a big issue because they didn't... They liked him better. They, they told him they liked his company better. They liked him better. The the project that he was proposing better, but they had one big sticking point, one thing that was keeping them from moving forward. That issue was, they had been burned by contractors before and didn't, and and now they don't do, they don't give money up front, they only pay contractors when the project is completed and everything works correctly. Well, of course, his company's policy was for a 50% down payment, which is pretty normal in our industry, right? So it turns out the other company, which was $200 more, they had a zero down policy and we're going to let them just pay when, they, when the work was completed. So that was the issue, interesting, right? So <laughs> stick around. We're going to cover several ways to handle that and what we can do. Uh, but before we do that, let's talk about a couple things. If you are not, or have not checked out the high performance coaching program, you are missing out. We've got so more and more, so many clients that have just doubled their numbers. I mean, if you could double your numbers this year, what would that do to your bank account? What would that do to the kind of life you could live? So check out the hope the high-performance coaching program. It is a rocker. And, uh, yeah, it gets you to that next level. But, uh, so, yeah, so that's going on. We've got so many things happening. I hope you are doing great around the world. Uh, we are in, gosh, 20-plus countries now as far as who listens to the podcast, uh, so much is going on. We're going to have, if you have an idea or a topic that you want me to cover in the podcast, message me, let me know, uh, join the Facebook group and you can message me there, put the question in the group, or you can email me directly, sam at close And I will answer the questions. If it's, uh, If it's something that we need to address, heck, we'll make a podcast about it and put it up so it can, you know, we can answer the question for everybody. Um, So if, yeah, so if you've, what are you struggling with? What's going on in the world right now? Where are you listening from? What is your friction point? What's the struggle? Are you making all the money you want to make? Making all the sales that you want to make? Are you... Are you a business owner and you are looking for a way to, uh, to to you know, grow your bottom line by 20, 30, 40, 50, 100%, uh, you want to double your bottom line, uh, we need to chat. I've got some ways to do that. I'm helping business owners all over the country basically double their bottom line without adding more trucks to the road. No more ownership headache of insurance or workman's comp, but also maximizing and, geez, I I mean, who doesn't want another million bucks in your pocket every year? (laughs) I mean, that's something that is uh, absolutely possible. We're we're doubling bottom lines all over the place. So reach out to me. We can have a great conversation surrounding, you know, how to increase your bottom line without changing anything and really changing a lot of what you're doing. You don't have to uh, add any more resources to do this. But anyway, let's get back to the topic. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on here. But this is a fun one. This is one that, you know, if you go into an appointment like that and it's every, your typical posture, and by posture I mean your mindset, your philosophy, you go in as just the regular old air conditioning guy, the positioning that you end up with is you the client is a it's called basically a buyer in power if the buyer in power thinks that they get to set the terms for everything then they are basically telling you what they will pay they're telling you how they want to pay uh, they're you know it, it's just not a good situation to be. When they are the ones that are, you know, running the show. That's a buyer in power. So his situation, he was sitting, you know, he, he goes in there as a buyer in power and he is the, you know, the, the, the sales, sell side of it without a lot of posture. Because the second that client said, we're not going to do this, and here's why: we've been burned in the past by contractors. So, you know, he what he originally did is he offered, you know, okay, well, let's we can cut it back to thirty uh, percent deposit, and then the rest on completion, et cetera, et cetera. But they still didn't go for that. Now, my my advice, and we covered this in a in a Facebook live. If you didn't know, every Friday. We do a one-hour uh, free sales training in the Facebook group we call it Q&A Friday so I covered this and it was a good topic but so what we do though is and my advice was to do it like this you listen to understand and clearly this client the reason that they're doing this came from a story Start with getting their story. Say, "Oh, you know," and really be concerned and caring. Say, "Oh my gosh, this sound, you know, your I can understand your concern. You know, you've we've all know people who've been burned by contractors uh, personally or know somebody close to us. This sounds like you have a story. Tell me your story. Get them talking about their bad past experience." Get them talking about what happened that caused them to basically set their foot down, establish their own, not company policy, but family policy of not paying any money up front to contractors until the job is completed and operational. Get the story out of them. You've got to hear what's going on. And and dollars to donuts, it was probably some fly-by-night company without the reputation, just you know, who knows what the situation was, but you've got to get their story first. Listen to their story. Find out what's happening and what caused that. Let them talk. Ask them about the details. How so? How was it? And once they once they tell their story to you, once they really get it off their chest, then ask them how many times that's happened. Has it just been... Was it just that one time? Have you done other projects in the past? Have you burned by every single con- been burned by every single contractor you've ever used? Or was it just a one time experience? And so really get to fact finding what's going on, because there is not a single objection that you can have that's not solved by asking more questions. It's 100% true. So find out what caused them to have this policy. So then after you've done that, you turn it, then we start to turn the corner. They've, they've shared, they've gotten it off their chest. Then we really start to turn the corner with, okay, well, you know, I've been in business this many years. And we're going to use our referrals and our testimonies. And then we'll, we'll ask them, say, did you read our reviews online? Did you see that we're a, you know, call it a 4.8 star company with Google? Did you see that we have 650 reviews? You know, you, whatever your numbers are, use your numbers. And I, I like Google a lot because it's a, it's a number, it's a review site that, Everybody knows about. Everybody reads those reviews. Ask them, did you see our reviews? Did you see our rating? Did you see how many reviews you have? So this is step one. We have to make sure that they are familiar with our reviews. And the reason for that, reviews are social proof. Because when we bring the reviews up, we're going to tell them, so do you think that... We would have so many four- and five-star reviews from 650 clients just like yourself in our community if we were out there taking advantage of people with price, If we were out there taking advantage of people and not delivering the work that we promised. If we were out taking advantage of our clients and they're not getting the delivery of what project that they are paying for, the project that they are promised. And then shut up and let them answer that question. Of course, their answer is going to be, well, no. No, They definitely wouldn't review you that well if that were the case. That's when we say, exactly. Now, here's where we're going to turn the ship for the posture. Because we're This is now a negotiation conversation. It's not a, I have to do this or else. It becomes a negotiation conversation. The conversation is now, now Mr. and Ms. Homeowner, you do a handful of projects a year, maybe. Just very few, right? Right, okay. We deal with hundreds of clients every single year. Now I have been burned by lots of customers in the past which means that's the reason we have our company policy of 50% down. Now, how do I know that you are going to pay me once the project is done because I've had I've done our company's done projects in the past where we didn't get payment once we've done a project from lots of clients and had to write off thousands and thousands of dollars worth of work that's why we have our company policy what assurances do I have from you that you're going to pay for the project see because I have hundreds of reviews from clients just like yourself but I don't have any way to verify or check or reviews for you as a buyer. Now, I know that sounds kind of silly, but that's why we have our company policy. It's not about you specifically. It's about the number of times that we've been taken advantage of in the past, and we can't afford to let keep letting that happen, just like you can't afford to pay money and a client and a contractor not deliver now let me ask you mr. miss homeowner what do you think would be a good solution here so now what we did is we completely turned around the posture we turned the conversation around because in all honesty that's true as a company you have hundreds of reviews so in some cases thousands but even, it, it doesn't matter how many reviews you have, you have reviews saying that you did awesome work. We have no idea if this client is lying to us or not. We take care of hundreds and thousands of people. They might deal with one contracting project every year or two or three or four. So it's not about, and that's why we get their story first. Was it just one time or was it lots of times? How has this affected your life? And then you tell your story. Because The reason we have this policy is we've been burned by lots of customers over the years and we just put a policy in place to not let that happen anymore. How do we know that you're going to pay your bill once the work is completed? What assurance do we have other than a deposit up front. So that's asking the right question. And then propose, you know, have them propose something. Say, now I'm willing to work with you here. Our normal policy is 50% down or whatever your normal policy is. I'm willing to work with you here and meet in the middle somewhere. What are you comfortable doing? Ask them, get them to propose a number. So you, and clarify. So you're, you like us as a company, you like me as a representative, you like the project that we're looking at, and the, and you're, you're comfortable with the price. It all makes sense, right? Right. Okay. Well, if that's the case, and this is the only thing standing in our way, can you see my concern here? Because I've had customers in the past that seemed like awesome customers that didn't pay me once the project was done. Can you see my concern about getting paid? It's nothing to do with you, Mr. and Ms. Homeowner, specifically, but we had to establish a company policy for that reason. Now I'm willing to adjust it, but I can't get rid of it altogether what do you think we should do with this? And ask them. And that will, one, it completely changes the mindset and the posture because it's true. We don't have any idea how. (laughs) We don't have any idea if they're going to pay or not. Sure, they might be nice people. It could be, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be a a college professor or a pastor of a church. We've all had situations where doesn't matter who it was, they didn't pay at the end and they turned out to be dishonest customers. That's why we have our policies. So don't completely just get rid of your policy and, you know, cower to the customers or the clients' demands of no deposit or whatever they're demanding when you have a company policy in place for a reason. But do you understand the, raise your hand if you understand the Philosophy, the psychology behind what we did in that conversation. The conversation can be very powerful, and we can. And it doesn't have to just be about the deposit. It can be about lots of things. That conversation can, you know, it can turn it around for, you know, so many things that, you know, a sticky point for a customer, any objection they have that has to do with. You know, surrounding reviews, surrounding trust, surrounding, you know, them being taken advantage of by a company or by a person in the past. You can turn it back around because at the end of the day, we deal with way more people than they do. We have the ability to be taken advantage of way more than they do, but we doesn't stop us from working for more clients, does it? No. If the fact that they were taken advantage of by one company doesn't, didn't stop them from calling you to do another project, they just adjusted their policy. And that's the same thing we did is adjust our policy for a deposit. So, that's the, that's how to turn that conversation around. Listen to their story first. Listen to the story. Get them to share all the details. Then get to quantify it times has this happened, then ask them, you know, what made the decision for, why, why did they call, right? And just start sharing, say, listen, you know, ask them if, would they like to hear the reason we have our policy? And that changes the whole conversation. It becomes a conversation instead of just, it's got to be my way or the highway. So I hope this was helpful today. This is a big topic that I hear actually I'm hearing more and more often so there's no reason that we should be doing work without a deposit. I mean come on um, and that's and that's obviously for the cash buyer. If somebody's financing their approved financing, you know then awesome let's rock and roll but if they're a cash buyer there's got they know they've got to be a deposit. there's got to be a deposit for a cash buyer um, credit card check whatever. They have to give a deposit. Don't, and, and the, the deposits that you get, don't let them, um, you know, if you're in a state that'll allow it. I know there's a couple states across the country that, you know, by law, that you can't take a deposit. I feel bad for you, son, because that, you know, that just kind of sucks. Uh, that's a, a silly, silly law. But it's customer protection. I get it. You have to work with where you're at. But in most cases, get a deposit. If you get a deposit, that stops cancellations because now they've got skin in the game. They can't just call you and say, oh, we decided to go with somebody else. Get a deposit because it's it's sticky for going to project as well. So that is the topic for today. I hope it was beneficial to you. Uh, understand the psychology it's less about the exact wording and much more about understanding how to build the words and build the verbiage into uh, you know into the answer to to understand where somebody comes from the reason for their objection it's not just about hearing an objection it's about understanding the reason for the objection When we understand why an objection exists and we ask questions around that objection and understanding the the reason for it, then we can have a great conversation about how to overcome that objection. Because if you're at this point in the conversation, they like you, they they know you, they like you, they're starting to trust you. Um, And if they truly trusted you, that wouldn't even be a conversation either. But... It's a matter of figuring out why they're buying and why they're not buying. So, hope that was helpful today. Go check out the new website, closeitnow.net. The new website's been updated. We've got a lot of stuff going on. All of the podcasts should be playing now. I know I had some broken links for a little while, but new podcast host, everything is, is operating super smooth. Also, big announcement! If you didn't hear, we've got hats and shirts that are coming out. Uh, so hats, cap or caps. We've got t-shirts, uh, some really cool closing now swag that's going to be rolling out. So go check the website. You'll be able to uh, in the Facebook page. You'll be able to find links to um, how to how to order that. And otherwise, go out there, keep crushing it. Uh, drop me a line. Let me know how you're doing. It's a thing that I can cover for you. Uh, Go save the world one heat stroke at a time. I'll talk to you soon.
0: Podcast.